Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. Aaron Perini, who's a Republican strategist, also used to work with the Trump campaign and with the uh, with Trump administration. We've had her on before. A lot of great information about what the left is trying to do, what, they, what games they might play heading into 2022, and the midterm elections coming up in November. Look forward to that. Plus, the Motor City Madman, Ted Nugent, part one of a two-part series. We'll have Ted on today. We talked to him about gun safety, Uvalde, what's happened since Columbine, why haven't we fixed it, are Republicans really going to try to compromise, and a whole lot more. Do not miss a second of that either. There's a lot going on, lots to get to on a Wednesday. down today. Um, I, I didn't watch much of the, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, the defamation trial, where he sued her for $50 million for defamation and for lost wages because he wasn't allowed to do a bunch of these movies that he was going to do because she accused him of, well, she, she didn't name him, but she accused somebody of, of making her or of abusing her. She countersued for $100 million. And the verdict came in today. Now, Carrie, again, you and I were not really watching this mm-hmm. very closely, right. but we, we are aware of it. Oh, yeah. Did, you, you, did, you, did you watch the verdict today? Did, like everybody else was watching I it. Did, did you watch it? I did watch it, yeah. Yeah, I tuned in for that for that moment or so. So fill us in. What exactly happened? Then I want to talk about it a bit. Okay. From Fox News, Johnny Depp won his defamation case against Amber Heard Wednesday with a jury awarding him $15 million after a bombshell seven-week trial marked by shocking allegations of abuse leveled by both sides. And the jury found in favor of Depp on all counts, indicating the seven-member panel did not credit Heard's allegations of domestic violence and sexual assault. And the judge in the case reduced Depp's punitive damages award from $5 million to 350000 the maximum under Virginia law, bringing the total sum to just over $10 million. In a token win for Heard, the jury, composed of five men and two women, found that Depp had defamed her through his attorney, Adam Waldman, as to a single statement accusing her of staging an alleged assault. They awarded her $2 million in compensatory damages. Depp, 58, who's on tour with guitarist Jeff Beck in England, did not show up for the verdict, while Heard, 36, sat at the defense table wearing a somber expression as she listened to the decision in Fairfax County Circuit Court in Virginia. Before the verdict was read, she mouthed to her sister, who was seated in the front row of the gallery, I love you. 
Now, the protracted court battle kicked off in 2019 after Depp sued Heard over a 2018 op-ed she wrote in the Washington Post identifying herself as a public figure representing domestic abuse. She did not refer to Depp by name, but as lawyers argue, the piece falsely portrayed Heard as a domestic violence victim and ruined his life. It took the jury about 12 hours, spread over three days to reach its verdict. Depp issued a statement celebrating the victory. Quote, the jury gave me my life back. I am truly humbled, he said. From the very beginning, the goal of bringing this case was to reveal the truth, regardless of the outcome. Speaking the truth was something that I owed to my children and all those who have remained steadfast in their support of me. Heard said in a statement she was devastated by what she believed this verdict means for other women. I'm heartbroken. The mountain of evidence still was not enough to stand up to the disproportionate power, influence, and sway of my ex-husband. Very interesting. All right. Appreciate that. So I was watching it, and I, I saw the $10 million defamation ruling uh, or award, and then the uh, the punitive damages, as you said, another $5 million, but I guess in, in Virginia, the cap is 350000 mm-hmm. So he gets ten million three hundred fifty thousand. She gets $2 million, and I guess she'll get all of that because um, it, it, that means he'll get eight million three hundred fifty thousand. because, again, it was punitive that he had reduced. It wasn't the compensatory. Um, th- so he's going to have to give that back or not get that much from her. Uh, what's interesting, though, in watching this unfold was that he wasn't there. Now, I'm a musician, and I know musicians, when I hear them, I've never heard Johnny Depp perform music why is he on tour with Jeff Beck? I don't Do know. know. He, I mean, he guys... has been a musician for a while. Um, I don't know any of his have music. We, have you ever heard him? Is he any good? I, I don't know. I haven't. Jeff Beck is like a serious guitar player. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So he was playing with him in London for the last couple of nights. Paul, you got anything on Johnny Depp and his musical abilities? I, I don't know anything about this. I think he's in a band called like the Hollywood Vampires or something like that. But I mean, Jeff Beck is in the Hollywood Vampires out of England? No. Okay, just yeah, just asking because he's in London and they showed like a video of him playing a guitar um, along with Jeff Beck, but it was like a like a box guitar. It was like a acoustic guitar. While there, Jeff Beck is on a, an electric guitar. I don't know. He might be great. I have no idea, but I did not know that he was a musician. But I mean, uh, Carrie, do you agree that with me that it's bad form that he wasn't in court? I thought he should have been in court. I thought I would think you'd want to be there, right? I mean, after yeah. spending seven weeks of this grueling, you know, testimony and the back and forth, that you'd want to be there to hear the verdict. I mean, one wonders if they knew that he wasn't going to be in court, if that would have changed how much money they offered him. I don't know. Uh-huh. Now, he was suing for $50 million. She was countersuing for $100 million. And um, obviously, neither one got what they were asking for, but he wins by a lot. Uh, I saw Megyn Kelly tweet this out earlier today saying, uh, you know, um, don't get confused. Even though she got a couple of million dollars in the countersuit, he won big time. And it wasn't even a suit against Johnny Depp. It was a suit because of something his lawyer did, which was very strange. Um, but, but in watching this thing unfold, the question that came to my mind, and I wonder, you know, from those who are watching and listening, I wonder what you think about this. Amber Heard, if you take this ruling, this verdict, to mean that she wasn't, in fact, the victim of, of abuse, and that she was lying about him, which is what the jury ruled, then does this set the Me Too movement back? And at that point in time, in 2018, when she writes this op-ed, uh, at that moment in time, the, everybody was jumping on the Me Too bandwagon. A- a- everybody who wanted to be noticed, everybody who wanted to be retweeted, everybody who wanted to be viral, they were all saying Me Too. And many of them were, in fact, victims of abuse. So I don't want to denigrate that or sully that. And I'm not saying that anybody other than Amber Heard wasn't being honest. Now, again, the jury has ruled that she lied about Johnny Depp. That was the ruling. 
She defamed him. She cost him a lot of money in movie roles. And, and in fact, we're going to punish you. Punitive damages of $5 million says we're going to punish you because that you did this. Now, again, that those damages go down to three fifty because of the statutory limit in Virginia. But think about it. She jumped in the bandwagon if you believe their verdict. And there's no reason not to believe it. They heard all the evidence. I just hope this doesn't end up making men or women who are um, abused not report. I don't want them to be afraid they're going to be sued for defamation. But at the same time, I'm kind of buoyed by it because I don't want those who weren't abused to, to act like they were. Um, that's the really fine line here. Everybody keeps saying, you got to believe it. If somebody sa- if a woman says it, it happened. Well, that's not necessarily true. And in our court, in our way of doing justice in this country, you're innocent until proven guilty. And he was innocent. She lied about him, according to the verdict today. And now she's got to pay him millions and millions of dollars. So a couple of things I do. One thing I want to see happen is people stop lying about it and reporting it falsely. But what I don't want to see stop is those who were abused in any form or fashion. I don't want to stop. I don't want to see them stop reporting. Please report it if you've been abused. And again, you know, you know whether you're telling the truth or not. Don't let this make you think, well, I'm not going to report it. They're not going to believe me anyway. No, women are believed. I mean, I think Me Too, if nothing else, said, believe the story, then go and verify it. You, Carrie, you have some? No, no, no. I'm oh, I thought, I, I thought oh, you were going to say, I, I can't see you because of the stupid camera. No. So I couldn't tell. All right. So at the end of the day, again, if you're a man or a woman and you're abused, report it. You should have justice. It's not okay. Don't allow that to happen. If you're lying about it, now you better think twice. My co- it might cost you $10 million. And I think this should be a good lesson that we keep all of these allegations above board. And again, he, he also said that he was abused. And I think that he made his case very well. The fact is, at the end of the day, they're both actors. And either he acted better than her in court or he was telling the truth. Either she acted badly in court or she was lying. That's really the only thing that you can come up with here because this is a major victory for Johnny Depp and his team. I do think he should have been there, though. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Coming right back. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to on the Joe Pag Show. Got Aaron Perini on the program. And of course, the Motor City Madman, the rock and roll legend, Ted Nugent, his own self. It'll be part one of two with Ted. You make sure you tune in today and tomorrow to hear the entire conversation. Got to remind you about Newsmax TV. Not sure if you heard the big news. Hopefully you have. Greta Van Susteren is back. She's joining Newsmax as the host of their new show, The Record with Greta Van Susteren. Starting June 14th, Greta reports in the big stories from Washington, giving you the facts you need to know. Greta is smart, asks the tough questions, always fair. She is journalism the way it ought to be. To make sure that you make plans to tune in. I made the switch to Newsmax a long time ago, like millions of others. To make, make that switch, just make sure you make the switch to check out Greta on the 14th. And if you can't make the switch because your, your cable company doesn't have the channel, call them. Say, I would like to have this channel, and if you don't do it, I might switch. 
You can find out more information about our new show. Just text the word Greta to 39747. That's 39747. Or go to GretaIsBack.com. That's GretaIsBack.com. Make the switch today to Newsmax. It's America's fastest-growing cable news channel. And get the latest on Greta's show. Greta, text that word to 39747 right now. Newsmax is real news for real people. I watch all the time. I wish you would do the same. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Talking to my daughter, CJ, she just mentioned this in the chat room, that it was a great escape um, from the everyday, you know, rigmarole we all go through, all the stresses that we have in life, to go and watch this trial. Did you watch it? Did you believe Johnny Depp over Amber Heard? The jury certainly did. And is there a fear in your mind that people who are facing abuse, and it's way too prevalent, it shouldn't happen ever, but those who are facing abuse will not report now because they think, well, nobody's going to believe me. They didn't believe Amber Heard. Because, listen, there were a lot of people who believed Amber Heard. There were. Let's let's not kid ourselves. It wasn't like, that's it, everybody believed Johnny Depp. Now, the vast majority that I saw did believe Johnny Depp and did not believe her. But there were plenty of people who were Team Amber. So what do you make of that? Does that mean that those who are Team Amber really believe that she was abused and that she got she did not get a fair shake here? One would have to assume that. Um, but again, it seemed as though he was getting just about all, well, the majority, I would say, of the um, of the votes. Uh, Carrie, you didn't watch any of it, but you, so you didn't have an opinion I, on it? Did, did you hear that it was on him, that people were on his side? Oh, yeah. I would say, at least on social media, I would say the majority that I saw was definitely teamed up. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. You know, what's also interesting is nobody seems to care about it in my audience. Now, and let me ask you this. Does that mean that the audience isn't expansive enough that they care about things outside of politics? If I want to come out here and say, Joe Biden sucks, he's the worst president in the past 150 years, call in and give me your thoughts. The phones would be melting down right now. Yeah, I know. And I but, think but is, that who, is that who we have to be I, I think our audience, it's interesting. I mean, do they want to talk about it for the next hour and a half? Probably not. No. But well, I, I mean, think I they were paying attention. You know, they were paying attention. Minutes. They were paying attention too. I think. Very to me, it's very interesting. Now, let me bring up something else that happened today because it's June. I, I did. I never know what month is what. I do know that Black History Month is February, and the reason I know that is because people complain that it's the shortest month. How dare you give Black History Month the shortest month on the calendar? Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be a Black History Month. I've said this a million times. Because Black History is American history. It should be intertwined with the history. To say Black History Month, it's almost like saying, we'll give you February, and then the rest of the year we can just not worry about Black History. No, Black History, Italian history, Hispanic history, Native American history, all of that is, is American history. And it should be talked about in any discussion about history. So I find it to be um, denigrative that there's one month where you, I don't know, you talk about Black History. Now, suddenly, I didn't realize this, but it passed midnight last night, and suddenly Twitter changed to Pride Month. Mm-hmm. I'm going, wait a second. So all of June is now Pride Month, and people are writing LGBTQXIA+. I'm not going to look it up to see what that means, but I'm not adding anything. It's LGBTQXYA+. I think there's a Y, I think. Now, there were no Q, there's only one Q, but sometimes you get two Q, so it's LGBTQQ, X plus, and then sometimes it's plus two. Interesting. Now, let me make this as clear as I can. If you are who you are, and you are, be proud of it. 
I don't need to know who you're attracted to. I don't need to know, who you, know what gender you're married to. I don't need to know how you're identifying. I don't need to know what your pronouns are. I don't care. I'm proud. I'm a heterosexual man. I'm married. I've got a bunch of kids. Um, I've got a couple of grandkids. I don't walk around with that on my sleeve saying, hey, here's my straight rainbow or here's my straight flag or here are my straight colors today. That doesn't make any sense to me. So when I see, listen, if you're a lesbian, you're gay, you're bisexual, you're transgender, you're queer or questioning, or you're plus two S-S-I-A-Y, whatever, whatever the hell it is you think you are, guess what? You're going to find it's weird. I don't care. I don't. Now, here's the difference between you and me, if you fall into that category. A, you're already offended by what I just said. You are because you think I need to care about what it is you're attracted to, how you live, and what you think about your own genitalia. I don't, I don't need you to care about that in me. I don't. I don't at all need you to worry about what it is that I go for, what I think about, you know, what it is that I lean. I, none of that. I, and again, my pronouns are obvious. You don't know that they're, that they're masculine pronouns, that that's a problem with you and not with me. But I do want you to consider this for a second because most people who fall into that letter group don't assign themselves to a letter group. Most people who happen to be homosexual in America um, don't walk around saying, I am part of some glad organization or 20% of TV personalities have to be gay or Disney needs to gay it up a little bit more. No, they're generally speaking just regular Americans who have their own wants, needs, desires, and attractions. And they don't need me to give them my nod or approval. When you see social media go crazy about something like Pride Month, um, the reason why they're doing that is to improve the ESG score, which I have looked into, by the way. People keep asking me to, I have. They're trying to improve that and to force what it is they believe is just as normal as heterosexual you know, activity, um, to force that on us to say we are now all whatever we happen to be and it's all normal. Well, I've said this a million times and I don't really care if it gets me canceled or the woke crowd has a problem. Falling into LGBTQXIA++, another Q, and then one, two, three, whatever it is, if you fall into those groups, that is abnormal. Let that sink in. I'll say it again. That is abnormal. Normal is XYs attracted to XXs. XX is attracted to XYs. That's how we procreate. That's how we make new, new humans. That's how we do it. That's normal. That's about 95% of humans. Although we are for some reason pushing the newer generation into feeling like it's got to be 20% are other than what I just said. So it's 80% would be normal, 20% would be abnormal. That's still not the case. It's really about 5%. And then we have parents and teachers pushing their kids to be something that they're not and, and to push them to some abnormal agenda because then, of course, it normalizes it. So let me, let me pare that down to make it very easy to understand. The radical, glad, LGBTQXYZ123 organizations need people like me to stop saying it's abnormal and they need me to say, well, that's just as normal as being straight. It's not. They need me to say, that's just as acceptable as being heterosexual. In many cases, it's not acceptable, but I'm here to tell you as a heterosexual man, I accept you for who you are and I don't care. But the idea that it should be normalized, rationalized, made to be logical, that's something I'm not going to fall for. And you can have all the pride months you want. 
You have it. You put it in everybody's face and wear a rainbow on your ass. I don't care. That doesn't change the fact that what you're doing is abnormal, and you can't force me to to say, you know, what you're doing is just the same exact thing as what I'm doing because it's not. Eight 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 nine four one Pags. Eight 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 nine four one seven two four seven. JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. I'm glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Carrie, I'm a little confused. There's a guy in my chat who says his daughter is engaged to marry a non-binary gay guy. Well, how does that work? Um, I do not know. If it's a guy, and then he says I'm non-binary, which means you can't call me he or him or whatever. But he's gay. Why is he marrying this guy's daughter? Um, Again... Because wouldn't sure. a gay person, binary or not, if you're male, if you're a guy, which it sounds like this person is, then I'm not sure I, I get it. Why would a gay person be interested in marrying a, a woman? Your guess is as good as mine. Could not tell you. I mean, I think I read it right. He said, my daughter is engaged to a non-binary gay man. And what does non-binary mean again? It means that you don't identify as either male or female. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, you know what I mean? Okay. But if you, I, if you take all that non-binary crap away, if it's a guy who says, I'm gay, that means he's attracted to men, doesn't it? Well, yes. The, the person saying, I met him, he's definitely a guy. Well, if he's gay, why, why is he marrying your daughter? Uh, I don't know. I'm confused. Hmm. Oh, and he says, you got to call me they and them. Which, which ain't happening. Let, let me, let, I'll make this clear. I'll make this clear. Um, if you come into my life, whether one of my five daughters brings you in or whatever, and you tell me I'm gender fluid or I'm non-binary, and you're like a 6'1 bearded guy, I'm calling you he and him. It's just, it's, that's going to happen in my house. If you don't like it, you can leave and go do what you want to do. Oh, well, I want you to respect him. Well, respect me. I don't want to call you a, 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 a they. It doesn't make any sense. You know, I've told this person, stop calling him they and them, call him him. And maybe ask a question, which is very simple. How are you gay and you're engaged to my daughter? I would ask that question. Why is that, why is that not fair? I would definitely ask that question as well. I would like an answer to that. Times Sounds have changed fair. so much. They've changed so much. Mm-hmm. Because when I was dating back in, you know, long time ago, long time ago mm-hmm. when, I was, when I was dating, um, I dated a, a, a girl, and I went to her house to meet her family. And I told you just last week that I used to wear an earring. Mm-hmm. And I had an earring on, and I believe that it was a, it was a hoop that had a little saxophone or, a, or an Italian horn or something in it. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and I was like 18, 19 years old. And the father, I think, had too, too, much, to, too much bourbon or something. I uh, see so you got an earring. Now, me, being who I am, said, well, I'm gay. <laughs> What the hell are you doing guessing, dating my daughter? I'm guessing. So don't ask me about my earring. Very well, yeah. No, I didn't, but I was such a smartass, I didn't care. Yeah. But, I mean, times have changed so much. Today, that man would be afraid to ask me that same question. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm glad he asked me that question. He was checking to see who was dating his daughter. I mean, he was right about it. I was just a punk you know, with a smartass answer. 
I mean, I'm that guy now. Well, I'll say something like that to a guy. And, and, and you know, we're in such a woke place. It's almost as if we wanted to make people stop asking questions, stop noticing things, stop stepping in, stop talking about, you know, normal versus abnormal. And let me say it again. I don't care how radical it is. It is abnormal to be other than a, a heterosexual human being. That's abnormal. It is not the norm. Look up the word normal. Look up the word abnormal. Not necessarily pejorative, not necessarily a negative. It's just the truth when it comes to actual statistics and digits and facts. Uh, so I mean, th- to me, we have to just stop playing this game because now I think a lot of people are saying, well, I am this, whatever the fill in the blank this is, just to get attention. I'm not playing that game for you. You want to get attention, do something that's, that's remarkable. Yeah, just saying that you're non-binary and you're fluid and you're gay, but you're not. None of that is, is doing it for you. It's not really helping. Now, when you go do your gay pride parade and the guys are all wearing bikini bottoms and stuff, um, when you're going and doing that, you know, God bless you. You're surrounded by people who, who love you being the way you are. The rest of society doesn't care. Just helping you out. Let me go to the phone lines. A lot of people are calling in on this. Are they also calling in on the Johnny Depp, uh, Amber Heard verdict? If you're just joining us, Amber Heard lost. Um, she has to pay $10 million in um, compensatory damages and then um, $5 million in punitive damages, but that was knocked down to 350000 because in Virginia, the uh, statute of limitations is 350000 for punitive. Now, somebody asked me in the chat room, why is it in Virginia? Do you know why it was in Virginia, Carrie? I do not, actually. Because that's where the Washington Post is based, and she did her op-ed in the Washington Post. Oh, all right, there you yeah, go. Yeah, so mm. that, that makes sense. Because um, people are like, well, why didn't they do this in Hollywood? Mm. That's a good question. So she lost badly. Now... Johnny Depp also lost, but not really him. His lawyer said something in his stead, and Amber Heard won a small part of her her um, counter suit, which was $100 million. She wins $2 million. So he's going to end up getting $8,350,000 at the end of the day. And it was almost a clean sweep for Johnny Depp, to be honest with you. Let me go to the phone lines. Let me say hello and welcome to uh, line two is Angie in Minnesota. Angie, what's going on? Hi. Oh, yes. I was just calling in regards to that. It it just made me very sad to hear that. I am not a Me Too movement kind of person. I knew of Johnny Depp and I knew of Amanda, but I didn't follow either one of them before the trial. And I listened to a lot of the trial and um, I really felt it was a sad thing. And I think that if a woman can't speak what happened to her or uh, whatever without these punishments being put upon her or any person for that matter, it's just really sad. And from watching, and in particular, I would focus a lot in on the audios, because they were for sure, and the text, because they were for sure, and video. And I really, from watching those, I did feel Johnny Depp was a man that was very out of control, very disrespectful, and very violent. And I do believe she endured a lot of abuse. Um, well, well the, the jury heard all of it, and I, I hear what you're saying, but the jury heard all of it. And a lot of what I heard in the audio, and I didn't watch this wall to wall. Maybe you did. I did not. What I heard from her was, oh, yeah, so I punched you. Big deal. Like it was not a big thing. And I think what really hurt her case was the fact that she defecated on the bed. There's no doubt she did that. And there's no reason why she would have done that. It just shows that there was something very, very disconnected in her head. But the jury heard everything. Hold on. Why do you think that they would have sided with him if you believed her so much? Why do you think they sided with him? I think because a lot of people were already fans of one person or another, and I do think she's very personally, personally unlikable. Yeah. I don't really like you know her, and I do think people were fans. I never knew either one of them per se before. Right. I'd heard of them, sort of. But as far as that dog defecating, I just have a question for you. 
um, or she defecating. Um, so I know they said, oh, the Yorkie's too small to have defecated on the bed. Right. Couldn't have been the Yorkie. Right. But I was watching the videos, and in a video that was totally unrelated to that, and I saw two dogs, and in testimony between her and her friend, there was they said there was two dogs, and both of them slept on the bed, and one of them you could never put on the floor. You had to carry it straight to the door when you let it out in the morning because, well, it was that kind of dog that just can't hold anything, yeah. and they were packing to leave. So anyway, the second dog was most definitely big enough to have created that. Yeah, I, 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 I don't agree. Was- I think I think you can tell the difference between human uh, feces and dog feces, to be honest. I mean, I've, I've been a dog owner my whole life, so I don't know that that's a really good that's argument. True. But it does sound like you're, you're predisposed to be on her side. L- l- let me say this. If Amber, if, Amber Heard, if Amber Heard did lie about him, isn't this a just answer? Isn't this a just result? If Amber Heard was falsely accusing him, and again, in a court of law, again, I think without the name being there, just thinking legally, that that makes me a little nervous as well. But if, yes, if anybody falsely accuses another person, yeah. I want that to be um, very highly discouraged. And I think that is a big problem. I'm not with the Me Too movement, have never been, will never be. Because I think everything should be based on evidence. Yes. Um, now, from, from me watching that, I mean, if you listened again, like to the, to the, um, so, for example, some of the stuff that she accused he did, including the sexual abuse, if you listened or watched and listened, you'd read and hear, his text back and forth to his friends, before it happened, he sent one out that sounded say what he wanted to do to her, and it pretty much mirrored what she said he did. Yeah. You know, so those kind of things... Um, really bothers me. Well, I, well, AJ, I'll say this, I, I, and I've given you a whole lot of time, and I'm glad that we could talk about this. Um, again, I, I'm not saying that you're on Amber Heard's side or that you're against Johnny Depp. I think that for some reason you're predisposed to believe the person accusing the other person because I heard a lot of the same evidence and him writing something horrible to his friend one time about burning her body and doing no, horrible things. Well, Angie, uh, again, I can't, I'm can't. i trying to have a conversation, but I really did shut up and let you talk for like three and a half minutes. Um, and I appreciate that. And I do think that for some reason, I'm not going to ask you why, and I appreciate you calling in and listening. I do think that you're predisposed to be on her side. I really do. And, and that's okay. You're allowed to be. Um, and, and a lot of what did come out was absolutely drug-induced, alcohol-induced. Johnny Depp was without a doubt out of control, and he seemed to admit it on the witness stand. He seemed to admit, yeah, I was, I was on amphetamines here. Yep, I drank a whole bottle of bourbon there. Not okay. That lifestyle is not okay. I think they were horrible to each other. But what I do want to say is this. At the end of the day, you've got people who are supposed to be impartial, and both sides got to get rid of jurors they didn't like and then select jurors that they did like, um, who came to the conclusion that her doing that was grandstanding, jumping on the Me Too movement bandwagon, and she was defaming him without any real evidence that he did anything wrong. And he did a better job at explaining what the abuse could have been, and his witnesses did a better job of, of showing that she was somehow abusing him than, than him abusing her. It was very good testimony, and the pictures were great about his finger being cut like that, uh, the alleged you know cigarette burn in his face. All these things are, again, a byproduct of an out-of-control lifestyle for both of them. Uh, neither one of them were normal people, and they probably still aren't today, and they probably never will be on a normalcy that you and I would consider you know, an everyday life. Having said that, the jury decided that she defamed him and lied about him, and I do- I'm with you. Angie, I'm with you. I don't want women or men who are abused to not report. I want them all to report, but Amber Heard, at the end of the day, was not believable to the jury. 
And to say every juror loved Johnny Depp and every juror didn't like Amber Heard, I, I have to reject that because you don't know that. I was not familiar with Amber Heard at all until Paul told me that she was an Aquaman. I didn't know who the hell it was. The Johnny Depp I know from Edward Scissorhands and from, from uh, Donnie Brasco. I don't even know his most recent. I never saw the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, never. So it's not, I'm not like, oh my God, Johnny Depp. But, but at the end of the day, they're both nuts. They both live a lifestyle you and I will never live. And out of that, nuts, uh, out of that nuttiness, the jury believed that he was less nuts than her and that she did this just to defame him. That's at the end of the day. Now, I'm not going to convince you. I get that. And from hearing you speak, I understand I'm not going to convince you. But I do want to, I want to go back to your first premise that you brought me, the very beginning of the phone call, that you fear that women will not come forward now. I disagree. I think they will because most women are not like Amber Heard. Now, there are some people that will lie about it. But there are, there's also a whole lot of abuse going on that has to be reported. And let me say it again. You might not have heard at the beginning of my show. I 100% want any woman or man who is abused sexually, physically in any way to report it and make sure justice is done. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. I'm glad to have you. Thanks. It's the Joe Pag Show, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Make sure you stop at the website, J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com. Click on any of the social media sites and go and follow me there. I know a lot of you have joined uh, Truth Social since, uh, since it went web. The web UI is up and running, truthsocial.com. Go there. I am at Joe Pags, at J-O-E-P-A-G-S. Go and sign up there or whatever other social media that you're hip to. Um, TikTok has suspended me. Because I read an actual Fox News headline yesterday about uh, how doctors say uh, it's not good for uh, preschoolers to learn about about transgender stuff. So, or, or preschoolers can't. It's bad for preschoolers to be told that men can't have babies. Something like that. And uh, because I actually read the headline, TikTok has suspended me until June third, so I won't be able to post there for two days. Um, it, it's just it's a stupid website run by the CCP, but you get great virality there. Got 115,000 followers there in no time at all. But again, find the social media site that you're interested in. Go and follow me there. I put all my videos up there, the interviews up there. I actually did a tease today with Ted Nugent that I put up on social media too, just telling you what we'd be talking about tonight. Go and check that out, JoePags.com. Plus, you can email me by scrolling down to the bottom, click on contact. Let me tell you about uh, Total Financial Freedom. Total Financial Freedom is a great uh, organization. It's a company that realizes that if we're watching the government how they handle money, we would get the wrong idea on how we should handle our own money. You know, the government can move around this debt ceiling. We can't do that here. In our checking account, it's got a balance. In our, in our bank account, we have to have the money there to pay our bills. And if you're underwater on your bills, whether it's a credit card, some sort of an internet loan, a signature loan, timeshare, get off the treadmill, call Total Financial Freedom right now. If you owe more than $15,000, they've been doing a great job, or actually more than $10,000, they've been doing a great job for over 15 years helping people like you resolve those debts and cut your payments in half. Call them right now. Ask all the questions you've got. 800-833-9444. 800-833-9444. Call now. Mention my name, Joe Pags. Ask about the free book, Debt Dietitian. You've got to mention my name. They're going to show you how to cut those payments. You're going to appreciate their team. They're like-minded people. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. No complaints at all. Call Total Financial right now. 800-833-9444. That's 800-833-9444. Make that happen right now. 
Uh, they go to the phone lines. Let me say hello and welcome. Let's see here. It's going to be line three. Mike is in Minnesota. Mike, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe Beggs. Thanks for having me on. You I bet. just wanted to give you a, a thumbs up for um, standing up and saying it's not right to to uh, for us to have to bow down to the LGBTQ community. Right. Um, I just uh, I had a daughter graduate from uh, college, and she's going to be a teacher. And thank God she got a job in a public or a, a Catholic school. Nice. And she doesn't have to teach critical race or genders. So there's only two genders in my my viewpoint. Well, it's true. There are a male and female. Right. Absolutely right. Well, my good. Uh, you know, absolutely right. There are. There's X X and X Y. X X is female. X Y is male. That's it. Well, what about four X's and a Y? Well, that's male. What about ten X's? Well, that's a female. It's really, there's no confusion here. What about intersex, which used to be called hermaphrodite? Um, intersex means that you have some parts of both genders, but if you have a Y, you're a male. That's just the way it is. And again, if you want to identify something different, make sure you hear me clearly. When you're 18 and older, if we can send you off to war, if you can vote, if you can do all the things an 18-year-old can do, that you want to call yourself the opposite gender, I'm not here to stop you. But to say there are more than two genders is just simply scientifically incorrect. Let me go back at it and say hello and welcome to uh, Patrick in Ohio. Patrick, what's up? Hey, Joe. How are you doing? Living the dream, man. Talk to me. Hey, great. Uh, I just wanted to say kudos. Uh, you, I thought it. A lot of people are thinking it. You said it um, about the why, you know, are they forcing initials on everybody? Uh, that first uh, thing that brought to me was at work. You know, on the computer, they sent an email. They have a rainbow sign. You know, what if I was to put a heterosexual there? You know, not trying, you know, to be prejudiced. Like you said, you are who you are. Yes. Why do you have to do this? You know, why do you have to have a month? And that's what brought me. I, we had this conversation before, you know, and it's like, if you want to be something else, that's fine. I accept you for what you are and what you do, but don't force it on me because I don't force my heterosexual you know, gender on you. Yes. And like, uh, as far as the Olympics or anything like that, you know, they want to have trans, have their own Olympics. Yes. You know, wouldn't that be fair? Transgender men and transgender women. Yes. You and I, listen, you and I agree. That's common sense. If you want to, if you want to be transgendered and you want to be in the Olympics, Leah Thomas, then there should be a transgender category. It is patently and scientifically and biologically unfair for you to compete against women. It's not Okay. That, it's not just my opinion, it's truth. Any medical scientist, any biologist will tell you that men have thicker bones, bigger uh, muscle uh, bellies, longer bones, longer strokes when you're swimming, uh, bigger lung capacity, bigger heart capacity. It is not fair, period. There's no questioning this. That's just the truth. So at the end of the day, look, be proud of who you are. I don't need to know all of your idiosyncrasies. I don't need to know all of your all of your uh, letters, all of your abbreviations. None of that's important to me. I don't need to know your pronouns. Just go and live your life and let me live mine. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Keep it here. Joe Pags.